Night Monkey Takes on the Elements, whereas yesterday, Matt and I went to see Yesterday. What did we think? Plus, Killer Crocs! That and more on today's episode of The Real Review, so stay tuned! Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt, Captain Planet. Hey. He's here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, who am I today, Matt? Everybody, I'm here with Joel, the Night Monkey Cunningham. Oh, the Night Monkey. I, I, out like of all the, my superheroes, yeah. that is my favorite, favorite superhero. U- European Spider-Man. Yes, European yeah. <laughs> Bonjour yeah, is yeah, yeah. a European Spider-Man. Yeah, friendly neighborhood European Spider-Man. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. No, I mean Spider-Man in general. But Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. Yeah, so, I like it. Yes, yours comes from also the Spider-Man movie. Which yes, is, but I, I don't want to go too into detail because some, yeah. some of this could be kind of quasi-spoilery. No, you see that stuff in the trailer. I think you see some of that stuff in the trailer. Some though. of that stuff in yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was literally watching the movie though, and I was like watching it with my girlfriend. And I leaned over to her and I was like, "Next, they're going to introduce the heart element." Yeah, and I was like, it's kind of like I don't know why it popped in my head. Wait, what? Yes, Fire. which Hot. for the comic book fans out there, I know that the elementals are you know based on comic book characters yeah. and yep. not Captain Planet, so whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Matt, uh, why don't you give our listeners some ways to get connected to yeah, the podcast? Yeah, definitely. Y'all can get connected. It's been a while. Yeah. Let me just remind you. Let me refresh <laughs> your memories. Uh, you can get connected with us a number of different ways, one of them being the website, which will link you to all of our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Real Review Media. And then um, also youtube.com slash the real review. And uh, you can reach out to us at our email, which is realreviewmedia at gmail.com. And that's all how you right. can do that. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. So here on the podcast, Matt and I kind of tend to break things down a little bit stylistically. Uh, stylistically. The way that we tend to see things is Matt is a bit more of the fan perspective. He kind of has like the hype and the pump and the motion. <laughs> I tend to be more of the critic, critical, kind of analytical, break things down bit by bit. Uh, and we put those two thoughts together to give you what we think is a real thought and perspective on films and cinema. Critical uh, mashup. Yes, critical mashup. Um, I know we uh, have a lot of other things we'd like to be uh, talking about on the podcast. We've been a little bit delayed, I think, over the last time. I'm not going to yeah. excuses here. We've yeah. just been super busy, and I'm headed off this week for Comic-Con yeah. to check out some <laughs> And stuff I won't there. be headed off this I'm week sorry. to Comic-Con. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. I can't You don't have this. to apologize, yeah. but you get to go do it. Yeah, so. but I mean, there's- there's a lot of things that have come out over the last little while, but we're going to yeah. be focusing on three films yes. uh, that we both had a chance to see. Well, I had a chance to see two of them. Yeah. You had a chance to see all three. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man, as we mentioned, Far From Home, mm-hmm. Yesterday, mm-hmm. and then also Crawl, mm-hmm. which was the more released, more recent Crawl. release. But, yeah. So why don't we just get right into it since uh, we've got a lot to talk about, Matt. Yeah, That's absolutely. Good. Cool. Let's start with Spider-Man, Far From Home. Uh, brief synopsis for this. Following the events of Avengers Endgame. 2019, <laughs> in case you don't remember. Uh, well, they keep this film in there. That, that Avengers Endgame is like seven million now away from being the top. Is it film seven? Of all I time. thought it was fourteen million. No, it's down to seven. They said. Wow. So yeah, and they still have some re-releases to do. Anyway, oh, I'm totally man. breaking our thing here. Anyway, yeah, I'll start okay. from the top. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. Directed by John Watts, stars Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, however you pronounce it, as uh, Quentin Beck slash Mysterio, uh, Marissa Tomei as Mae Parker, John Favreau as Happy Hogan, um, Zendaya as MJ, 
Uh, and then let's see, who else would I mention here that's important? Uh, Remy Hill, Brad Davis, and Gory Rice is Betty Brandt. Uh, Guys, Flash Thompson's Tony Rev. Yeah. Jacob Batalon, <laughs> Ned Leeds. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, um, just a quick note. It shouldn't be a big deal, but there's going to be spoilers for Avengers Endgame in here because oh, that's, that's point, kind yeah. of has to deal with some of the plot stuff. Yeah, this one picks up almost. Direct. How many months is it? I forget. It said. Did it did say? It say it? Did, I thought I it was just like said. right after. Pretty, it, pretty close to right. Pretty after. close to right after yeah. the events of Avengers Endgame, and so you kind of have to talk about. Yeah. In order to talk about some of the aspects of the film. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on Matt? What do you What do you think about this? One? I really liked it. Um, I would say for me, I remember when we reviewed um, the uh, Homecoming. You, I liked it more than you liked it, mm-hmm. but I, I would put this on par with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, I think. I think it does a better job in the. Th- I think it does a better job in the third act. I remember my main criticism with the first one was I felt the end battle was like anticlimactic in the first one. Yeah, and this one felt pretty epic. It felt yeah. pretty good. I, I really liked the action. The whole third yeah. act was really really cool. My main gripe that I'm still sticking with from the first one is that it felt more of a Spider-Man trying to impress Tony Stark film mm-hmm. mixed with Spider-Man discovering how his suit works film. Sure. And I didn't like either of those things because <laughs> it's always been about the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which is based on Peter Parker, lives in this, you know, in, neighborhood. In neighborhood, and he struggles with his life mm-hmm. as well as his powers. Sure. So it's never been about a suit. It's never been about him living up to a standard for like, right. you know, any of the other superheroes. I will say, though, with this film, um, I liked a lot more. Yeah. There was a lot more elements to this film that felt more inclined towards a normal Spider-Man type film, but mm-hmm. in, just in, in in regards to the film as well, um, I felt like it delved into issues that were realistic in the universe. Yeah. And they're doing something kind of interesting with Spider-Man in the direction that they're taking him in the MCU as well, mm-hmm. which is kind of spoilery, so I don't want to go into it. Sure. But it really feels like they're setting him up to be a certain type of character within the MCU mm-hmm. that I didn't really see coming, but I like. Yeah. Um, because if you think of him... In who he is as you know a character and all the just his comics, it kind of makes sense in a way. He's sure. not the playboy, yeah, but he is a tinkerer. He is a like a an inventor. You very, know, he's very very smart. Very, very smart. And yeah. we got to see a lot of that more in the forefront of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, he invented a number of different things or figured out a number of different things kind of on the spot. Um, I think one thing I wish I'd seen a little bit more of. Yeah, and we just haven't really gotten from Tom Holland. Maybe it's in there, or the writing. It might be the writing. There's no quips. Yeah, there's not. A there wasn't as many of those. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, like maybe one time towards the end, I remember hearing something pretty specific. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's the the films tend to be a lot more when when he's battling and fighting. They tend to be a lot more emotional mm-hmm. and high stakes. And so, I think maybe they're doing that on purpose because the quips kind of always help to break sort of the tension a little bit in the Spider-Man fights. You sure. know, he'll be in the midst of this big battle and he'll throw out this really silly quip mm-hmm. about you know the this guy's mom or something like that. Yeah, it yeah, it yeah. sounds silly, but it. It's part of the reason why I've always really liked Spider-Man. It's yeah. kind of like he he has a normal... In like serious situations, he's like joking. Yeah, he's yeah. got a bit of a sarcastic edge to yeah. himself in these battles with these like guys that are super yeah. powerful and want to destroy the world and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's always kind of fun. Uh, anything else? Let, I'll let you yeah, play. I really... Um, I, I, I love the acting across the board. Um, actually, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is my favorite in this movie. Um, and there's a scene in the middle of the movie that could probably put you on either side of the fence with him. But I, for me, I think, um, I think he brought a lot that I, I wanted to see. Um, and there is, there's just some things that happen that 
that are kind of twisty that they show. Some of them are like mainly the end credit scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, how are they going to... Anyways, like a bunch of question marks in my head Yeah, um, with both end credit scenes. And um, I think I think that was really cool. Kind of sets up, what are they going to do with phase four? You know, mm-hmm. like, because they're set to potentially announce some of that stuff at Comic-Con this, yeah. this week. I'm going to be camping out, Matt. So right, don't yeah. be that jealous. Send me all the, <laughs> send me all the messages. I will, yeah. Okay. But I... Um, I really liked some of what's going to happen. There's uh, kind of uh, something that happens in one of the credit scenes that's kind of like, oh, that's cool. And then um, <laughs> the, um, I think just as a movie, I thought it was more exciting. I really liked uh, this this go around. I thought it was way better between Peter and uh, MJ. Yeah. Um, I really liked that. It was very, very like, uh, puppy love, like young, like, and yeah. I, I was, I was kind of endearing. I was like, Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then, well, this kind of takes it into maybe on the negative side. I thought it was funny, but some of the humor didn't land for me like okay. a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think overall more positives for me for sticking with that for now, I really enjoyed the sort of antagonist in a way that Peter was dealing with this in the film. It mm-hmm. wasn't just Mysterio. Yeah. Although it was, it was kind of, in like a deeper sense, the influence of technology. Yeah. And how that impacts our world. And it was very much hearkening back. And again, I think this is awesome because of how they're they're moving Peter Parker in the MCU. Mm-hmm. But it almost harkened back to like the early Iron Man films. Yeah. Which a lot of the times it was, you know, Iron Man versus technology. <clears throat> now, a lot of times it was technology he had created. Yeah. So there was that kind of edge to it. But this one was... Still very much in line with that whole like man versus technology type yep. thing. And um as well, I really I the relationships in this film felt more even though they were a bit silly at times, especially with some of the romantic stuff that happened with two of the characters, yeah. Um, they felt more real with some of it. I think in the last film, everything felt just kind of like it's in place because it's there yep. and it just has to be this way. But with this film, it kind of felt things like were more natural and more progressing in a certain way. And I liked as well, without giving things away too much, <laughs> I liked the tie-ins to other MCU-type films me too. that took place um, without me even expecting it. There right. was like ways in which this tied into other MCU characters and aspects, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that's cool, that's neat, and yeah. that's that's part of what made this film have a bit of weightiness to me because yeah. it's like we're not only dealing with just like the next iteration and invention or whatever of a bad guy with Spider-Man we're right. dealing with stuff that has impact all across the entire well that know, MCU and I universe. feel like that that sequence that you're talking about reminds me or that's what I was talking about the middle sequence with mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think it was really clever. Mm-hmm. That was really really clever and I was like wow that makes so much sense the way they yeah. tied it all together I was like wow that's Cool. Yeah. I so tiptoeing more into I think some of the more negative, which there are there aren't a ton for me, I will say that up front. Okay. Um although I like the relationship that MJ and Spider Man have in this universe, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like she is MJ in the true sense of who MJ is in the, the original. Yeah, I don't think they're really I, trying to go for it though. No, I don't I it's not an attack against her acting or who she is as a character in the film. I think she's great and effective as a character that's in the film, but I almost wish they'd just kind of gone with some like brand new love angle interest in, in the world because she's not acting like 
Mary Jane that I right. know. Right, right, you know, right, right. It has not, and again, it has nothing, I didn't say again, but, you know, I didn't yeah. say this before, but it has nothing to do with her looks. Sure. Like, she could be whatever, but it really, she's just not, MJ was always quick with the, you know, the, she's very headstrong and very determined. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get shy. She's not awkward. She's, uh, she's, you know, she calls him Tiger because, you know, she's got this kind of like, almost like vixen type attitude yeah you know she wants to be a celebrity she wants to be famous you're like hashtag not my mary jane well i'm not trying to (laughs) attack because i think zendaya is doing a good job with the character i just think the character is not mj it's like lj or pj i think that was an intentional choice though you know they decided to just do something different this yeah well and the spider-man in this universe is not he's not quite the spider-man that i'm used to either he's not full of the quips and the things like that hashtag not my (laughs) spider-man start a protest here uh what what about you what are some negatives for you matt Uh, i don't have a lot of negatives either i think i was a little annoyed at some of the attempts of humor in the movie yeah i felt like there were two one there's they were trying to go play the laugh too many times i felt like yeah um i think the happy type romantic thing that was going on. Yeah. I don't want to spoil that, but like that relationship that was going on there, yeah. that felt a little stupid sure. to me and silly. It was like, okay. I, di- I didn't mind that one as much. Uh, it was just like a lot of the friends on the trip and, and the teacher. Yeah. There was like a really, there was an extended scene of like the teacher and his camera. Yeah. That I was like, what is that even in the movie for? <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't understand the point of it. And yeah. I think the funniest part to me, to be honest, was actually, and I could have seen this being annoying to some people, though, was kind of the the initial, you know, uh, cage interaction, or uh, crud, when he has with Spider-Man at the hotel, mm-hmm. that the Nick Fury, sorry, yeah, Cage, yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Fury, the original interaction <laughs> that they have, and there's like this constant stream of interruptions. Yeah. Like that was hilarious yeah. to me. But then there was like other times where I was like, yeah, I get what you're going for. It just feels a little right. silly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, it was too, the, the frequency was just a bit too much. And yeah. I think that's kind of what doled out the other ones, you know? Yeah. But other than that, um, that, that might be my my biggest thing. Yeah. Um, it was a, the interesting thing to me was, and it's almost like one I want to see a second time. The plot was very convoluted mm-hmm. in the sense of like how this is happening mm-hmm. and how this is all this, this is progressing. Yeah. But every time I thought about it, I'm like, Oh, well that actually makes sense. Yeah. And it really does work. Yeah. I believe if you, if you look at it and they present it in a way that's so confusing, but if you really look at it, how'd you, okay. How'd you feel sense. about J- Gyllenhaal? Just <clears throat> actually, yeah, I mentioned him. I really liked him. Yeah. I thought he was good in this role. I, I didn't know what direction they were going to take Mr. Same. Mysterio yeah. in it. He's not Mr. Mysterio, but Mysterio. Mr. Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what they were going to do and how they were going to handle that. And, yeah. But I think they did a really awesome job yeah. uh, with making that happen. I think Jake Gyllenhaal did very good yeah. justice to this character. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was really cool as well, if you're familiar with the comic story of Mysterio at all, kind of the way his story ends in the film, mm-hmm. how it ties into very, very similarly with the comic book and yeah. the way he's originally presented. Deep, some pretty clever stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was so, really, really cool. Um, overall, unexpectedly happy. It's awesome. You know, especially considering my feelings to the last film, yeah. which just were not that great. Um, I liked, see, I liked Homecoming a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what are you going to give this one just so we can kind of move on here? I'm going to give it an, an uh, 88. 80? Nice. Yep. I'm actually right in the same ballpark as you. I'm giving it an 89. Ooh. So I, I heard a couple of people also complaining about the fact that it felt almost like a vacation film mixed with a, like a superhero film, but I love that. Yeah, it's I great. I thought it was like, it's hey, it's like, Christmas, it's like European vacation mixed yeah. with Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, so, it's good. 
Cool. Let's Good move stuff. on to the next one then. Totally. Uh, do you have this one up too? I do, yeah. Okay, do you want to intro it then? Yeah, let's talk about this next one yesterday, okay? <laughs> let's talk, about, let's it talk about it yesterday. We're going to talk about the movie Yesterday. Uh, synopsis, a struggling musician realizes he's the only person on earth who can remember the Beatles after waking up in an alternate timeline where they need where they never existed, directed by Danny Boyle. Um, and it stars uh, Himesh Patel, Lily James, Sophia DiMartino, um, well, a lot of people, actually. Uh, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> Mira Sale, <laughs> Harry Mitchell. Yeah. He's really, um, Ed Sheeran's really been making a go of it at the whole acting thing, I mean. Yeah, so. with, I think, Game of Thrones. I, I saw the trailer for this movie, and I was like, that looks kind of interesting. Yeah. And, the tr- the trailers I don't feel like they in my mind they didn't play it off as like a really funny movie, but let me just say and I text you right after I saw this, I thought this movie was surprisingly funny, mm-hmm. really funny. Yeah, and I I really love this movie. Yes, I think with the exception of one character, which I'm sure we'll talk sure. about, it was very subdued humor. Okay, that that's the one thing I think. I, did I tell you about that? I don't know. Kate McKinnon? Yes. Kate McKinnon drove me freaking nuts in this movie. Yeah, me Anyways, too. so, but other than that, I, I love this movie. Yeah, it um, sneaks up on you. Yeah. You know. Um, and let's just, I mean, so, uh, there's- We didn't go into, did you list actors? I did. Oh, you did. I did. I, I wasn't paying attention And to um, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Joel. Yeah. Um, I- um, it, there's there's flavors of this movie. One of my favorite movies of all time, it might be my favorite, is That Thing You Do. Mm-hmm. There's like elements of it, like kind of the quirkiness of it, the music element of it, all that stuff reminded me of That Thing You Do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, this it just made me feel like nostalgic. Plus the Beatles, the Beach Boys and Eagles, all those bands are what I grew up listening to because it's what yeah. my dad listened to. Yeah. And um, and so there's a lot of just emotional tie-up, tie-ins for me. And then it was hilarious. And I... I don't know. There's some like moral dilemma stuff that I was like, yeah, that's kind of a good question. What do you do? You know? Yeah. And and it and there's just a lot of different elements that were very surprising to me, and I yeah. really enjoyed it. It's like a moral dilemma in the sense that you know you're never gonna be in, right? But you still kind of wonder if I was, yeah. What, how would I handle? It's kind of like it's. I mean, know? and this is in the. It's kind of posed in the trailer, and it's not really a spoiler, but it's like, hey, do I deprive the world of the Beatles music? Yeah. yeah. Or do I ride the wave of their fame? Right, and cash by, in on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and it's funny in the film how quickly he's like, he makes a decision, he just goes for it. Yeah. But then he starts to, over, which seems very realistic, over time he starts to realize, it's like cashing in a lottery ticket you didn't win. Yeah. You realize over time, like, hey, maybe this didn't, maybe this comes with baggage that I wasn't properly prepared for. Yeah. That I, that I didn't really get the repercussions of until... Until now, yeah, um, and I think that's one of the, one of the reasons I liked it. I think there's comparisons as well um, to something like that thing you do. Mm-hmm. The reason that it it couldn't be the same type of film is just because it exists in a farcical universe. Yeah, you know, whereas that thing you do exists in like this is a time period that has happened, and yeah. this is a very realistic story. Mm-hmm. So, but what was really cool about it was there was a very human element to yeah. it, and it it's touching in a, yep. in a certain way because you feel like if I were in these people's shoes maybe I could see this going in a very similar way and right there's a heart to it and yep. that's what I, I really feel like when you watch this film you you leave with the sense of like oh yeah that's, that's kind of nice and I, I, I don't know if this is directly tied into the other one but it, it also reminded me of uh, a film that came out a little while ago called Sing Street 
Oh yeah, I love Sing Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. the difference there is the music is all original yeah. in Sing Street, but it also it had that same kind of heart. Yep. In a sense, that one's set in a more you know again in our universe yep. versus this made up one. But Not the multiverse. Yeah, but there's <laughs> there were so many funny parts with this movie where you just like, oh, that's clever, that's funny, that's simple, that's sweet, and it just it was. It was not trying to be too much, you yep. know, at the same time as it was presenting this really big story of this guy, you know, taking on the Beatles music and mm-hmm. becoming this worldwide sensation. And it was slightly satiring. I think if, if anything, it was like kind of attacking and tearing down this whole idea of fame yeah. and what it means to be like a part of the music industry, mm-hmm. which I don't think there's anybody out there that's really like, how dare they attack the music right. industry? <laughs> like no. at this point, we we pretty much all agree that it's like a necessary evil. The music industry, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a certain sense, it's given us great music and mm-hmm. stuff, but it's also kind of manipulated certain aspects. Yeah, um, yeah. So any any other things from you? No, I'm so I'm a musician and songwriter and stuff too, and I think um, it, it touched you know kind of my heart on that level. I was like, oh, you know, I get, I get I get his struggle. You know, he feels like he's you know he's not being heard in his his songs and. <laughs> Yeah, there's just so many jokes. This movie was, I was giggling a lot in this yeah. movie. Yeah, there's a lot of there's this whole bit where he's trying to play his parents. Let it be. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, that was. Great. And he's like, "All right, yeah. all right, you played the the beginning three times now, so let's, let's just move, move on. on." Yeah, and you're like, "Come on, people!" <laughs> and it's so funny because you recognize where he's coming from in that scenario. Yeah, you can feel for him, but at yeah. the same time, it's. I, I liked I liked how he struggled with Eleanor Rigby right. and trying to figure out how that one goes and stuff. I thought that was going to play a bigger. Yeah, I think one of the only things that felt a little bit manipulated to me it was more of a negative. I love the relationship between Himesh and Lily in this yeah. film. I felt like that was very heartfelt, and they felt very closely connected. Right. But the reason that there was sort of drama between them mm-hmm. felt a bit manipulative. Right. So I have two things. Let's let's talk about that. Let me go into my notes because I, I I love almost everything about this movie except for these two elements. One, we already talked about Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Way overboard. Yeah. It, it's not like I felt like she couldn't have done a good job, but for some reason they either coached her to be way over the top or she's she standardly plays a very odd character and stuff. Like she right. plays that it's weird like kind of quirky like She can't play like a subtle character for some reason. Yeah. And it's like just take it down like two right. or three degrees and and we'd be fine. It just here. seemed like she was in a different movie. Right. Exactly. Um so a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. You it know? felt like she was treating it like a Saturday Night Live skit. And yeah. I'm like, why everybody else seems to be taking this pretty serious. Right, so right, why right. can't you? Um yeah. the other thing was the Lily James element. I like their relationship, but what they needed to do they 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 um they had like a flashback, but it was like towards the end of the movie. Yeah. What they needed to do is they needed to front load the movie with some of that stuff. I feel like I agree, yeah, uh, and that would have set you up better for that arc that happens. Yeah, because you really don't. I really didn't get a certain understanding of why their relationship hadn't progressed beyond a certain point. Right, it really didn't make a lot of sense. There's I a mean, joke that said at the obviously be- they're yeah. both attracted to each other. Yeah, you know there is a joke, and they there's a joke to... at the beginning. But I'm at, at first, I was like, I don't get the joke because they didn't explain that yeah. there was no no like yeah. relational element. Even so. a couple times in the film, people say like, "Really?" Like yeah. questioningly, yeah. and then but because there's not maybe that front loaded aspect right. of it, you really get a sense of yeah, really. And they could have done it something as easily as maybe in the early years. They really teased him and yeah. made him feel like he wasn't good enough and he couldn't be that kind of person yeah. to her. That would have been fine, and yeah. then it would have, you would have understood, like, okay, well, they've just neither gone there because he's shy about it. He feels yeah. like he's not good enough, and she's waiting for him to make the move, mm-hmm. and then 
all this stuff happens. That would have made yeah. a lot more sense. Whereas with this one, it's just kind of like, well, it just never really <laughs> happened. I'm sorry, we should have. But be, then, you know, <laughs> oh, okay, I guess now it's gonna happen. Now, you know. Um, you know who's what was fantastic, and I didn't expect it was. I thought Ed Sheeran was really good in this movie. He was really good. Yeah, he played. I liked how he wasn't like diabolically like. No, he was against, himself. He was I mean, himself, yeah, he was himself for the most part. There may have been some exaggerated aspects of it, yeah. but. Um, it it so lended funny. to a lot of humor yeah, too because it's like what do you do <laughs> when you're a world famous person that's respected for your songwriting and you come up against what is arguably the best music ever created yeah, 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 yeah. how do you handle the guys, that the guys are like, and he comes out of nowhere yeah. you know yeah the guys are like they're like they're like hey dude really he's like yeah that wasn't me that was freaking Ed Sheeran I love that that, <laughs> that, that so was good. one of the funniest things yeah and I'm oh sorry for gosh. spoiling some it's not really spoiled but... that's that segment's a little bit in the trailer so yeah. whatever but I yeah. love this movie man and yeah. if it, if they could have tweaked Kate McKinnon's character I could I could even overlook a lot of the love story stuff but Kate McKinnon really took me out of the movie too many yeah. times and this one goes I think the reason why maybe they didn't treat more of that childhood growing up thing mm -hmm. with more time in the film yeah. give it more time in the film it felt like they were trying to treat this almost as more of like a fable yeah type story which generally you don't do a lot of flashbacks and flash yeah. forwards you tend to just stick yeah in that time sure. period and so but i agree i think yeah. if they treated it a bit more differently i kept thinking that he's gonna wake up i kept thinking it was like you know something oh yeah we don't want to talk about what actually happens but we yeah but i kept thinking something was gonna happen at the end that like changed everything yeah but it's whatever but i respect them for, yeah. for doing pulling what they did so what are you rating this one oh man it's pretty high um we give it a 92 oh wow yeah. all right i'm giving it the same one as uh last one i'm giving it 89 sweet it would have gone into a yeah. honestly if it weren't for kate mckinnon i know I, it would have gotten a 98 for me yeah. if it would have been for me, kate mckinnon it's so. like every time she was on screen i'm like you're fine you're fine oh i'm like stop, stop. yeah <laughs> it's like it was distractingly yeah. bad so yeah i couldn't stand her maybe they'll do a re-release and yeah <laughs> just, cut, <laughs> just cut her character, <laughs> cut her character. <laughs> put somebody else in there i would have been fine with like a smarmy more of like if they'd put somebody in there that has like she doesn't have like a sense of like when I see her yeah. she doesn't come across as like business conniving yeah, 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 yeah. smarmy she yeah, comes yeah. across as goofy yeah. and silly and that, that's been her character yep. in most things so I'm like put somebody in there that comes across as conniving and smarmy and just bottom line yeah. trying to make money and I would have related to that 10 times better yep. you know what I mean but anyway yeah. Matt. Yes. You had one more film. One more movie, guys. That crawled past you. E. <laughs> shot That I didn't have a chance to see. Probably won't have a chance to right. see. Right. the type of film so, it is. Why don't you talk about it? We are talking about the movie Crawl. Came out this weekend. Uh, synopsis, a young woman, while attempting to save her father during a Category 5 hurricane, finds herself trapped in a flooding house and must fight for her life against alligators. Directed by uh, Alexander Aja. Uh, written by... Uh, Couple, it looks. Like, I think they're siblings here, Sean yeah. and Michael uh, Rasmussen. The Rasmussens, um, <laughs> and stars uh, Kaya Scudellario, uh, Barry Pepper, who I really like, by the way. Who, who I'm always like, oh, the sniper from yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I would think of. You don't see him in a lot, but he's good. Yeah. Um, so him, and then uh, a number of other people as well. But those are our two main people that you're with the whole time. Um, this movie had an embargo until the night before it was released, which would suggest that it's not very good. The studio doesn't have very very much confidence in it. Mm -hmm. But then some like early buzz started coming out like right when it dropped. Yeah. But it, some very positive stuff. Yeah, well, they weren't really even doing screenings. No, they weren't. press, yeah. Yeah, so I, um, I went to it kind of like 
optimistic as I usually am. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I was trying to like temper my expectations cause I'm excited. I, I like creature feature movies, but like mm-hmm. ones that are well done, like, so like Sharknado, like those can have a time and place to for fun. But like, I, I don't put a lot of weight into those, but like, if you get something that's taken seriously, um, I'm on board for, and I, f- I thought that they did a really good job with this movie. It was actually very nice. surprising. Nice. Um, and, uh, a couple positives right after the bat. It only had se- it had a seventeen million dollar budget, and some of the stuff that they pulled off in a hurricane film, yeah. with some of the special effects, impressive with what what they had to do. Um, not only with like the hurricane effects and some of the practical stuff with the houses and the floods and all yeah. that stuff, but with um, the CG, yeah. the alligators actually look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, I was just super impressed. The movie is, it's scary. It's got a lot of like earned jump scares. They're not like a cat jumping out of things and stuff like that, <laughs> but like they're, they're like legit things. And, and it's, um, it's very in, like intense and, and brutal. It's not overly graphic, but, um, it's, there's a couple of moments you're like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's, it was really, really fun. It's kind of like. Uh, one of the guys I went to go see it with, uh, a friend of mine, he, um, he said, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Jurassic Park with alligators. I'm like, yeah, mm. that's totally what it is. Mm. Like, and there, you have to, it's, you got to go into it thinking like, okay, the, the reality of something like this probably happening is, it's not as real, not as real as they might portray it in the movie, but yeah. Um, cause all of these alligators were like super massive by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're like, I, I don't know about that, but anyways, um, but it was very, it was fun. Let's just say that it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and I will say this, um, there was not a lot of negatives to it. It starts off a little bit slow, but I think they needed to do that to develop the character. Um, the only thing that this movie falls into is there's a lot of really dumb decisions oh, okay. made yeah. and that's like pretty standard like horror movie thriller movie like cliche like and it does it and yeah. i understand why they did it um because it does progress the story so it's not just an empty thing to you know but uh, there are a couple that kind of resolve in nothing but uh i was like oh my gosh there's so many times <laughs> that the people i was with they were like they're like what are you doing literally <laughs> saying it like yeah. stop don't do that yeah. that's a bad idea that's absolutely a trope <laughs> of most horror movies yeah yeah and it was as much in this one too but the the tension that was in this movie was really really well done mm. and it was pretty short too which was which was nice they didn't try and make it longer than it had to be it was an mm. hour and a half and it yeah. was it was perfect um really really enjoyed it yeah um and acting was great too. Normally in horror movies, you get acting that's like mediocre at best, you know. And it was really, really good all around. Yeah. Um, and um, I think with this one, the only thing that might be a little bit challenging is definitely not hard to do a sequel. Yeah, I. The, this seems like such a one-off scenario that you know, hurricane and alligators yeah. invade a house and people yeah. stuck in there. It's, I mean, I could I could see them doing it, but like as a like a, more of a. Um, uh, like a straight to DVD or streaming service kind oh, of a gotcha. thing, yeah. like probably really low budget where the CG is not as good. Kind of like what they did with Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Um. But um. Other than that, yeah. Uh, I found myself really enjoying it. It's not like gonna win an Oscar or anything like that, but I'm gonna give it an 85. Wow. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think for a modern film of this nature, a horror film of this nature, mm-hmm. uh, that's a really good rating. Yeah. We haven't seen something like that in a while, and I like the fact that it's original too. Yeah. It might have been taking a lot of 
you know, hits and beats from other types of films that are mm-hmm. out there, such as Jurassic Park or something. But yeah. I like the fact that I'm like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a film like this where yep. this thing's going on. Yeah. Um, I'm actually surprised. This is completely random, but I'm like, I'm surprised you didn't go see the other or the big one that came out midsummer. Uh, Annabelle? No, midsummer. Oh, midsummer. Yeah. Uh, that's on my list. I'll see it okay. eventually. But yeah. it's here's the thing. Um, with Ari, what's his, his name? name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, um, his movies just they tend to leave you feeling kind of depressing or yeah. depressed, and they're, they're more of like a mentally scarring and, type thing. And as as well of a film as as like Hereditary was done and yeah. made and shot and acted and all those things, like. I don't know. I felt so bad at the end of that movie. <laughs> like I was just like, Ugh. yeah. Um, and I and I'm kind of getting the same type of vibes from Midsummer. So yeah. I, I that's yeah. absolutely what he's going for. With yeah. it, but it's like his thing. Yeah, he's going on record saying he wants to do comedies next. So what? He's Are you serious? Yeah, he's saying he oh wants to do comedies. I think he's recognized Hereditary like, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> Take the family. Oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, yeah, but I know we. Uh, the other one, the I think the big one that I'm going to have to see, the big horror one that's coming out, is it Chapter Two. Oh yeah, I'm it's excited for that one. Soon. That one already looks scary as heck, man. Yeah. It does. Oh, scary stories to tell in the dark looks scary too. It does look scary as well. Yeah. Guillermo, man. Anyways. So I, I would recommend it if you like creature features, the one that's really well done and it's particularly scary and good effects and well acted and um, and pretty brutal at times, yeah. um, go check out Crawl. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Matt. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast right now. Then I'll give you some ways to get connected before we go. Uh, realreviewmedia.com is our website. We also have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. We'd love to get connected with you on that platform. Additionally, we have Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Real Review Media. And then if you'd like to check out some of our video content as it does come out, it's not quite as much as we used to be doing, but there is some up there. You can check it out, youtube.com slash The Real Review. Uh, last but not least, we'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives. Maybe you had a chance to see any of these films and maybe there's some sides of it that we didn't cover that you wanted to talk about. Uh, shoot us an email, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. We'd love to get your input and thoughts as well. We always like to hear from different audience members what they're thinking. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything else, Matt? No, that's it. All right. Well, I will do my best <laughs> to keep you updated as keep this me week updated from Comic Con. I'm, I'm more. I'm excited for Marvel. Yes. I yeah. mean, like I said, I'm gonna be camping out for probably at least two days to yeah. get into that panel, which I know sounds crazy, but hey, you know, you got a hundred some thousand people trying do to get into it. Yeah. So. Anyway, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>